Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to the Everything Is Black and White podcast here on YouTube and at Audio Channels. Thank you very much for joining us. I am Andrew Musgrove. If you're watching on YouTube, hit subscribe and give this video a thumbs up. I realised yesterday on the Monday show with Alvin Stokes that I mentioned Fabian Chair getting his new deal in the introduction, but then we forgot to speak about it because we were so over the moon about Newcastle beating Sunderland and we focused our attention on that. And then we argued about Calvin Phillips. So... I thought on this wonderful, dull and grey Tuesday afternoon, we would speak about Fabian Chair, but not with Aaron Stokes, no. We're going to get a favourite of the podcast back on. It is Sam Wilner from Newcastle Fans TV. Sam, welcome back to the show. How are you keeping? A favourite? I never... Who would have thought? Um, yeah, very well. Um, positive news. And after a magnificent derby win at the weekend to lift everyone's spirits, one of our sort of key players from days of present and recent past has signed on for another year. It was the deal I think many fans wanted to be announced more than any other. He's been absolutely superb under Eddie Howe. When you saw the news break on Monday morning, what was your initial thoughts? Uh, I thought it was just a case of when and not if, to be honest. Uh, I, I never for one minute thought... We were letting Fabian Cher leave this month or let his contract run out towards the end of this season. Um, it was never really in doubt, was it? But it was always, as I say, just when and not if. Um, and it makes total sense. And total sense from both sides of the kind of argument because it's not a silly long contract that the previous ownership used to do to hand out three, four, five-year deals to people on the wrong side of 30 um it's a sensible contract and you know Cher deserves it the journey he's been on at Newcastle alone and he's been absolutely magnificent for quite some time well no he's been magnificent pretty much throughout his Newcastle career hasn't he um yeah it just makes total sense and I'm, I'm glad he's staying for a, another year well, I'm going to argue with you on that slightly because I have to admit before Eddie Howe came in I wasn't the biggest fan of Fabian Shea. I always thought he had something, but I thought he was more Stephen Taylor 
than Jonathan Woodgate. He had more errors in his game than he did uh, clean sheets. But we'll speak about that in a moment because I can see your, your your face when I've just said that, Sam. Um, but we'll just you know clear up what's happened. Five in shares signed an extension to his contract until the summer of 2025. Um, and you would think there's probably more to come as well. Maybe Jamal sells, but we'll get Sam's view on that in a, in a moment. But you mentioned there, Sam, the fact that he's always been good at Newcastle United. And I've disagreed with you. Um, do you. Do you actually think that? Or do you not think it's over the last couple of years or so where he's really found his feet, really found his form? Because by what you're saying, you've not been too shocked at his form in the last couple of seasons, whereas I'm, I'm shocked. Like, I, I knew there was a player there, but I didn't think he was this sort of level. Um, the initial shock, I think, is long gone now because there was always question marks about whether he could play in a flat back four, but those have been answered pretty comprehensively now, haven't they? Um, signed by Rafa, I mean, it was one of the best £3 million Newcastle United have ever spent in recent times, has to be. Um, well, the funny thing about that is, though, Sam, that if you if you believe some, he wasn't Rafa Benitez's first, second, and possibly maybe even third choice when he signed. And here we are celebrating him getting an extension to his stay. So, I mean, it is a proper good old turnaround, isn't it, really? Some things are just meant to be. And uh, this 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 may well be one of them, but... Yeah, it's it's certainly uh, one for the history books. Three million pounds. I mean, some kind of lesser teams in the past have paid more than that for a dodgy striker. So, I mean, yeah, what an absolutely fantastic piece of business it's turned out to be. Not um, total smooth sailing in the Newcastle shirt. I take your point, but that's I think that's more of a general thing rather than a Fabian share thing. Um, or more of a Steve Bruce thing. Um, but yeah, there was always the question marks about him playing in the flat back four. Those have been answered. He was magnificent in the days where um, Rafa played the wing backs five at the back for that time alongside um, Jamal Lascelles and Florian Lejeune. I thought the three of them were absolutely superb um, at that time for where we were. I thought um, it was it gave him... It gave him that license to roam, to be a bit of a Philippe Albert and uh, to score some absolute wonder goals that he's done from centre-back. Um, he's just been thoroughly value for entertainment and now he's shored up the defensive side of the game as well. Who'd have thought it? Because you would have had to have said that you know Newcastle should maybe be looking at bringing in another centre-half last transfer window or certainly in the future, the near future. Um, but shares kind of proven a point as as well as Lascelles to a to a certain extent this season. He's he's um, you know he's he's put a timely reminder about what he can do in a Newcastle shirt. Um, so it's good to see, and it's amazing what a bit of training and coaching and player development can do under the right manager. You are right. For me, the biggest turnaround has been his defensive play because I always felt. He had a mistake in him. He always did something a little bit careless. He would always make a silly, rash challenge of the of a, of a striker got the better of him. But he's cut that out of his game near enough entirely. I think last season it was still there in one or two games where you just saw him stick out a leg when he knew he was, wasn't going to match the striker for speed. But what he's actually done, he's done what really good defenders do and he's got it into his game where he doesn't need to make a challenge because he's going to get there first. And when he does need to make a challenge... 
he can he can't half hit a hit a sliding challenge um, and, and and win the ball. So to see him eradicate those mistakes, which I think were were quite often in his game under the likes of Rafa Benitez and Steve Bruce, you just got to applaud him for the hard work and whatever Eddie Howe, Jason Tindall, and the rest of the staff have done to to really progress his career and it. At the kind of closing stage of his career as well, and with all due respect, they've actually turned him into a top quality Premier League defender. And at 32, some might see those numbers and think, well, you know, how many games is he realistically going to play? You do mention the fact it's a short term deal, which um, probably lends itself to both uh, being in Newcastle's favour and Shares' favour. But are you seeing him being first choice next season? It wouldn't surprise me if we were sat here in 12 months' time and he signed another 12-month extension. Um, it, it wouldn't surprise me whatsoever. But it, obviously, that's dependent on his performances. There's an incentive there to continue his good form. Can he? Can his body hold up to that? I don't see re- any reason why it wouldn't. Although, there is always the heart-stopping moment in games when Cher does go down and clutch a limb here and there, which is, is, is always... Um, nervy, especially given the current situation with injuries. Um but yeah, it's 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 one of them where one of the old older guard that were there during the dark days, they've stepped up. They've stepped up to be and made themselves be counted along with the likes of Longstaff, along with the likes of your man, Miguel Almiron, who was uh, back to uh, a good bit of form against the Mackhams at the weekend. Um as right they should be because they were terrible um <clears throat> but uh yeah it, it, it's been great to see and let's not forget swiss international played on the biggest stages internationally all right not the latter stages but they're still always in in these knockout competitions and you know he's as well as being a, a, an exceptionally handsome chap he's also proven to be uh what is now a rock solid premier league defender and you know, from, you know, just pre-takeover, heading to championship to now when he was out the door, pretty much. Bruce didn't fancy him whatsoever, um, along with a couple of others. Um, and now Champions League defender. He'll always have that goal against PSG and no one will ever forget that. So uh, for me, he cemented his place in Newcastle United history, really, just with that goal alone. Not uh not to mention the quite considerable collection of bangers he's scored over the years. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Yeah, he can't half hit a ball in the back. And then it's funny you mentioned the fact that he was nearly out the door under Steve Bruce because there was a time when, you know, Kieran Clark was the, the, the main man at centre-back and the likes of Fabian Cher weren't getting a look in. And it is quite amazing that you, you sit here and had this deal not come about and he was allowed to leave in the summer, then... You know, Newcastle fans would have been would have been very disappointed that the share was let go. And you also mentioned Sam about the flat back five that they used to play back in the day and how it was Jamal Lasalle's part of it as well. And if I had said to you back then under Rafa Benitez that in 2024 
Newcastle will be playing in the Champions League of 2023 because unfortunately they're out of it. But you get what I'm, I'm, I'm you get the yeah, I'm getting at. They would have been playing with Jamal Lasalle and Fabian Scher as the centre back pairing. He would have laughed me out of Tyneside, right? Uh, I would have immediately taken you for a uh, for a test regarding illegal substances. Uh, <laughs> that that's what would have happened, um, and the fact that the the pair of them dealt with the likes of Mbappe at a at a, at a canter. Let's face it, um, you know, over a hundred and eighty minutes of football, home and away against PSG, Mbappe never had a sniff until that disgrace of a penalty. Um, they've they've coped. They've, admirably in the Champions League didn't look out of place at all and it just does go to show just the difference time spent on the training ground makes because I mean look even under Rafa when we'd uh, we'd have to switch up occasionally and under Steve Bruce my word when um, he ventured into some pretty um, desperate tactics at times um, it, it's been calamitous it was calamitous at times um, but you know, there's there's none of that anymore. I know our defense defensively um, during our run of late has been a, a bit of a a kind of bump in the road, I think, rather than a more permanent problem. But uh, on the whole, generally speaking, the defense over the past couple of years have has has been very un Newcastle like, and uh, yeah, hopefully we can get back to that going forward. Yes, fingers, uh, fingers crossed. You mentioned there the, the length of the deal, Sam. It's an extension to next summer. Do you think, given where Newcastle have been this season and where they hope to go in the future, it actually gives them more bargaining power when it comes to these sort of deals? Because back under Bruce, back under Benitez, when it was Mike Ashley in charge, you were maybe going to these players and saying, right, extend your deal for a year. And they would be able, well, what are we going to win in the next year? What, what what are we going to be playing in the next year? And also be saying, well, actually, I'm going to stop. I'm not just taking 12 months. I want two, three um, years because I want a bit more security if you're going to make me play here. And actually, we're just making up the numbers in the Premier League. Um, more, but, Well, there's definitely more of an incentive to stay at Newcastle now. Of course there is because we're a team going places and hopefully we can have a bit of an FA Cup run to kind of not necessarily salvage our season because we've had some amazing days this season, Champions League nights and we've had a good run in the Carabao Cup. Very, very unfortunate not to be playing in the semi-final tonight. Um, But, you know, we're still a team on the up. We're still a team going places and um, it should make, as you say, negotiations a hell of a lot more easier with the current contingent of players. To, to extend their stay. Um, it also says a lot to me regarding um, financial fair play and eventually looking towards a, a replacement centre-back because, uh, as we know, as we've said a couple of times about his age, um, Lascelles isn't getting any younger either. Um, a centre-back should be on the agenda um, in the next 12, 18 months. Um, for a young defender, for Sven Botman's long-term partner, really. Um, so that's maybe brought them a bit of time just to get uh, get in favour with the uh, FFP a little bit. Because I think it's got a lot of clubs, including Newcastle, running scared because of the situation with Everton. Um, Chelsea and Man City will be next. Who knows what's going to happen with them? So I think it's um, I think it's got a few clubs scared. 
So, Sam, let me just read you what Fabian Cher said after signing his new deal. He said, I've said it a lot of times, but I feel really at home here. I feel so comfortable living in Newcastle. I love the city. I love playing for the club and the incredible fans. I can't say enough how much I love them, how much their support means to me. Playing for this team where I feel so comfortable with all my teammates and with the coaching staff feels really like a family for me. So I'm grateful to stay here a bit longer and hopefully to have some exciting times. So from all of that, what are you picking out? That actually professional footballers are very happy to live on Tyneside? Who'd have thought it, eh? Maybe London's not all what it's cracked up to be. But yeah, it, it, it's it's one of them places, um, Newcastle, that gets under your skin and you just, you learn to, well, you don't need to learn. You, it just captures your heart and you, you love the place. And it it's quite evident from those quotes there. He He's loved his time here so far. There's a, a brilliant affinity between him and the fan base. Um, he's, he's of course a fan's favourite. Um, his perform some of his performances, some of his goals, as we mentioned earlier, um, his his kind of his resume of of goals he scored for Newcastle United is are just absolute works of art. From from absolute thunder strikes to like that goal against Cardiff, where he's almost Ben Arthur'd everyone and ran through the whole of their team. He's just a phenomenal talent. Um, and yeah, it, 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 it's whereas maybe in the past when some players signed a new deal, you'd maybe kind of roll your eyes a little bit um, and think, well, he's just signed because they don't want to reinvest. Whereas now, players signing new deals is 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 great news. It really is. And you know, we've had Bruno sign a new deal now. Share. There's there's going to be more. Um, Lewis Miley's got to be next, surely. And uh, although you were you were saying earlier about maybe Jamal Lascelles is uh, putting pen to paper. Yeah, I would I would like to see Jamal Lascelles extend his stay for another year as well. I think he's been excellent alongside Fabian Cher when Ben Botman has been out injured. So for me, I would be disappointed to see Lascelles leave in the summer unless he really wants to go in search of first team football. But I think this season has proven to him that you never know what comes around the corner and he's also proven that he can he can rise to the challenge like Fabian Cher has done, like Joe Linton has done and, and become an even better player when no one really saw that coming. So fingers crossed Lascelles is next through the, the door of the extended stays at Newcastle. Um, and we've got him also saying, um, well actually first I was going to mention about the, the, the caution stuff, but the, um, the point about when Usually, or in olden times, when players sign new deals, Sam, and you might roll your eyes, but this time, this one feels especially a little bit different. It sets the bar, doesn't it? Because I think a lot of people will still want another centre back to come in in the summer, but it's going to have to be a very good, talented centre back to displace Fabian Chair from this first team. Yeah, and I, t- I totally understand the the want to to sign a new centre back. Um... I, I would be in agreement on the whole. Um, look, Jamal Lascelles has had a tremendous journey uh, with Newcastle United, and I've defended him so many occasions where when he was getting flack. And <clears throat> I think it's important not to have short memories and not to be overly fickle when it comes to players, um, because players will um, inevitably 
drifting and out of form as we've seen with the likes of Kieran Trippier and Almiron. Um, but Lascelles is a guy who, again, could have been out the door a couple of times, stood up and had to be counted um, and gone from Championship to Champions League. It's a fantastic story and and it's so well-deserved. Whether I, I think it will split people, actually, whether or not we should sign them on a new deal or whether the need is out there for another centre-back. Uh, I think the next centre-back we do sign will be a long-term replacement and a long-term partner for Sven Botman. Um, but but with, with Cher staying, I think that's probably... You can afford to delay it 12 months minimum because it's such a balancing act and it, it's an absolute nightmare. Um, FFP, we can't we can't just go out and spend all the money we have. Um, but yeah, you are when the time comes that you do look for a new centre-back, it's going to have to be a major, major player because you have to improve, look to improve your first team. You know, you, we're not just signing players just to fill a space in the squad. This is This is a squad that's going to be challenging or wanting to be challenging on all fronts. And we've seen that the, the need for more strength in depth, um, certainly so far this season, and you know the next centre-back we sign is going to have to be Sven Botman-like. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. How important is it for Sven Botman that Fabian shares found this new level and being consistent with it as well? Because I mentioned Stephen Taylor earlier in the show, and I always look back and think what a player he could have been if he'd had the right person alongside him to help him develop, to help him learn, you know, just to become a better uh, player. And Zen Botman and Fabian Share, the partnership has been excellent. And do you think Share is playing an important role in, in helping Botman reach the, well, he will become arguably probably the best centre-back in the Premier League, we hope, in the next couple of years. And do you think Share's going to play a role in that? Yeah, 100%. Um, you're right, Sven Botman will be the best centre-back in the Premier League. Um, he's well on his way already. Um, <clears throat> so long as he can stay uh, injury-free and not aggravate that ACL. Um, but yeah, uh, it, it's a case of the back four, well, back five if you include Nick Pope in that as well. It was it was a key feature of last season, wasn't it? That stability and that understanding the relationship those guys built. Um, it earned them a flag from War Flags, didn't it? Um it's absolutely massive to have that uh, stability and, and that breeds confidence. That's it was huge. It was that it was one of the only times in living memory where Newcastle United had a proper, genuine, strong, sturdy defence. Like you said, it's a great point. Actually, I don't want to big you up too much. You asked a really good point about Stephen Taylor, former guest on the Greenwood and Mullins Show podcast. Uh, listen and download now. Uh, rate five stars. But, uh, yeah, we're, we're, we didn't have that during the... And if you think, this this is a player that was there from Sir Bobby up until Rafa Benitez. 
how many managers and years of all them and, and centre-backs came through the revolving door at Newcastle United in Stephen Taylor's time. And not one of them could, could provide genuine kind of, A, longevity, B, ability, and C, to, to aid Stephen Taylor's development. Because, you know, if he'd have stayed fully fit, there's no reason at all why, we're, why he couldn't have broken into the England squad. No reason at all. Um, it's a shame, really, but uh, Um But yeah, that partnership, Botman, Cher, Lascelles can fill in when need be. Byrne can obviously come across and fill in when need be. They've got the little additions there. Uh, Trippier and Liveramento are both um, uh, flexible in uh, right-back, left-back positions as well. They'll all have that understanding. It, it's... Once we're back on track and this defence solidifies once again, it's it's a major boon in uh, Newcastle United's cap there. It certainly is. I just want to go back to those quotes from Fabian Shea. He references the feeling kind of within the, the club. He says, um, I'm so comfortable with all my teammates and with the coaching staff. It feels really like a family for me. And I guess that's another uh, change in what we've seen over the last couple of years where under previous managers, under particularly Steve Bruce, it always felt very disjointed, very, um, you know, they weren't united, I think is probably the, the right the right phrase, uh, whereas everyone here is is pulling in the, in the same direction. And, you know, Cher's not the only one to come out and say it, but the fact that he has come out and said it and made a point about it in this news is, is again, a little tip of the hat to, to what Eddie Howe is creating at Newcastle. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you look at the centre-backs on paper that we had just before Eddie Howe. They weren't bad players. The likes of Lejeune, I thought, was a fantastic centre-back. Uh, Federico Fernandez could, could do a job on his day. Like, well, more than that. Um, it was just a lack of cohesion from from those above him, and we've seen that. How many? How, not just in the defence, but all over the pitch. The, the There's a plan. There's there's The players know their job. There's a structure. Um, so, Eddie Howe's a big, big, huge part of that, which is why, let's face it, he's not... OK, he might be under pressure a little bit because the results aren't what they are and it's football, but there's never really any danger of him being replaced anytime soon. Um, <clears throat> and it's it, it's one of them that he's done so much and we've come so far in a short space of time that players like Cher, players like Longstaff, players like Joe Linton, you know... It is like a family that they've that they've grown together in 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 this team in this squad. And I guess when players know exactly what they're doing and they can see a plan, they can see that, that the work being put in during the week before the game. That makes things a lot easier, doesn't that? Just makes you happy, even if you maybe don't pick up the result you want, and you'll be angry at that. As long as you can see the bigger picture and that there's actually something being worked towards, which again is what Eddie Howe and Jason Tindall are trying to implement. That of course makes you feel right at home, and, and you do want to stay at, at the club, don't you? Yeah. So there's a there's a choice of two options really. The the first option is work hard on the training ground, know what is is expected of you, know your role within the team, and work hard and achieve. Or there's the other uh, kind of choice, which is dust yourselves down, go again. And you know, see what happens. Kick the ball around a bit. Look for St. Maximin and pray that he can do something. 
I'll let you decide which one uh, was which. I don't know which manager, indeed. Uh, and I just want to quickly mention the, the comments of Eddie Howe. He said, Fabian has been excellent for us since I've come to the football club. He's been a model of consistency and a big part of our success. He's defended very well, but he's hugely talented with the ball as well. So we're delighted that he's extended his time here. And I think what I'll pick out from that, uh, Sam, is he's been a model of consistency. That's what we like from Eddie Howe, isn't it? Boring, but straight to the point. It's all about consistency. Yeah, and consistency is huge for 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 a defence, massive. And on top of that, when you get a ball playing centre half like Fabian Cher who can ping passes, well, the pair of them can. Cher and Botman can. It's 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 priceless because you can change it up. You can play it from the back. You can ping a long pass, and and that consistency in the defence, not just not just stopping us conceding goals, but Starting attacks, starting the break. It's we're it's you know we're incredibly lucky to have such a player for such little outlay of three million pounds. It's unheard of these days in the Premier League. So that leads me on to my final two questions. And Sam, bargain of the decade, Fabian Shea, even more than the likes of maybe Iosi Perez. Some might try and throw in Trippier into the mix, but he costs too much to be considered a bargain. I would argue. So, Fabian Share, best uh, bargain of the decade for Newcastle? Yes, because of the price tag. I mean, when you get into eye-watering figures, I could I could put in Bruno as bargain of the decade because look at the price tags that guys like Declan Rice and Moise Caicedo were going for. And Bruno cost less than half of that. Um so that but yeah, for the sheer price tag alone, Fabian Share 3 million pounds. What can that get you in football these days? Like team teams in like you know Wrexham could be spending that money in League Two. It's it's absolutely incredible that a Premier League side has got not just a player like that, but the length of service we've had out of him as well. And like Eddie Howe said, consistency since he's been at the club, got to be bargain of the decade. Just finally, many people will hold Joe Linton up as the man who has turned his career around the most under Eddie Howe. Does Fabian Share rival him slightly for that title? Because, as I said earlier in the show, the viewpoint of me was he was, I have to be honest, kind of an average centre-back until Eddie Howe came into the full and has turned him into this Champions League star. You could make a case for so many, though, couldn't you? Um, Pretty much anyone that's still there now that played under the previous regime, you, you could make a case for... Um, obviously, Joe Linton's the main one, of, of course. Sean Longstaff's back to where he was um, under Rafa. But yeah, players like Longstaff, players like Cher, they they were they were out the door. If um, the takeover didn't happen, the change of manager, if that didn't happen, those kind of players were out the door, and we'd be left kicking ourselves. That and they they would have been out the door for cheap as well. Um, so we really would have been kicking ourselves um, letting players of that ilk go um, yeah Cher's, Cher's right up there he has to be and you could make a case for so many now that's that's the, that's the kind of job Eddie Howe's done uh, done with these guys but uh, yeah long may it continue 
Yes, indeed. Fingers crossed. Well, Sam, thank you very much for popping on to the everything is black and white podcast. It's all about Fabian Share. To you guys listening, please give us a rating and review. To you guys watching on YouTube, give us a thumbs up and subscribe to the channel. Head over to chroniclelive.co.uk for all the latest Newcastle United news. For me and Sam, we'll see you guys very soon. <laughs>